0: the sd card do you need one or oh, the battery yeah battery's right. fully charged
1: as a content creator that makes me like so happy the statement of like of like no i cleaned out all my sd
0: cards that's like an unspoken riz like if like if you're in a relationship or whatever and like your your significant other comes with like hey i charged your batteries unspoken riz especially just, if you have load shedding just pennies dropped <laughs>
1: I'm sitting here with one of our OG employees, um, Henrietta Amorfa.
0: Hello, 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 hello.
1: Welcome to the podcast. Very happy to have you here. It's,
0: it's nice to be in front of the camera.
1: Yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. You know? I can imagine. It. You've seen quite a few of these podcasts behind the scenes.
0: Absolutely. But it's about damn time you're in front of the camera. It's gonna be weird editing myself, but I think I'm okay. I think Yo, I'm okay.
1: I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna prepare myself for a lot of self-doubt um, WhatsApps. Of like, oh no, I don't know, hey, my voice just sounds weird.
0: <laughs> Ugh, but like I tried to make that joke and it was cringy. No, I, yeah, I'll just keep as much as I can and then you guys will let me know if I'm being corny or not because I'll you know, take out everything. At least
1: you can trust that we're going to be honest with you. Yeah. We're not going to lie, we're not going <laughs> to lie. So tell everyone what you do at full time, where do you spend most of your time?
0: Hi everyone, I'm Henrietta, I am the creative lead for YouTube and podcasting.
1: Today Henrietta has joined us to talk about the rise of short form video content. Yeah. And I genuinely don't think there's anyone more qualified in our team to be discussing it. That's and that. it's and its value. So to start off, I think You know, everyone has a general consensus of what short-form video content consists of. But if you can give them more of like a pack-together definition, what would you classify short-form video content as?
0: Short-form video content is having digestible content under 60 seconds or like three minutes if you're on TikTok. But it's something very palatable, something that you can have on the go, something that will capture your attention very quickly. Because obviously you're in competition with like a billion other users on TikTok for instance yeah. giving something of value entertainment to the person that's watching but having it you know nicely concise digestible yeah. Yeah. and
1: i mean i think like tiktok has definitely been something revolutionary in the social media Absolutely. space which i find very funny because i can distinctly remember myself in like i think i was like grade 9 mm-hmm. and i was in my room one night and i was creating musiclees and oh, like as it. soon as Musically it was like done, I was like, I'm so happy to bury her. She can like never be reincarnated. But she
0: is that girly.
1: But she really came back. And she TikTok
0: and was acquired by Musically, or no, it was I think, like
1: something like that. I think Musically became TikTok. Exactly, they like rebranded and like went in a completely different direction. And yeah, I'm I'm just so glad Musically is gone. I'm very happy about TikTok. Don't ever
0: be ashamed of your humble beginnings.
1: Of like the kid who's on the beach, Mm -hmm. like the little girl, and she's like crying because she wants to take a nap. It's like I'm gonna take a nap right here. Yeah. I'm
0: taking a nap.
1: You want to take a nap? I'm taking a nap here. That one, yeah, I did like a lip sync to that, but it was like it was literally like what ten o'clock in my room by myself, and I was 15.
0: Yeah, who's gonna judge you?
1: For what purpose, though?
0: But that was what—that's what literally TikTok is. It's Vine no. and and musically combined into one, or like dub smash. Come on,
1: dub smash.
0: Yeah, it's literally dub smash. Think you
1: completely it. like blew my mind right now. I completely forgot that that existed. Okay, but to get more into you know the value of short form content, I think you've got a lot of value to offer on on that. So. Go for it.
0: I think it's important to understand that short-form content is really the dominating space right now, especially short-form video content. I mean, TikTok, with the pandemic and everything, everybody had denial. Okay, we're like, what are we doing on this child app? Who wants to use it? And now everybody has it. I mean, it took me, I think I only got TikTok like last year, but I was definitely, no, let me say like end of twenty. 21. 21 Yeah. but I feel like everybody has now kind of it's over a billion users and I mean it's only really been functioning for six years and, and can Instagram ask, has been around way longer
1: on that point before you carry on why do you think that is why do you think because I have my answer and I think my answer's right so let's right. hear let's hear if you can
0: as in why do we think that why
1: why do you think people came around to TikTok um what made them view it as like not just a childish platform?
0: I think it is one peer pressure, but two, also seeing other people's success from the platform mm. makes people want to be like, oh, maybe I can get that leg too. Yeah. So let me see how I can do it.
1: I can speak from a consumer's perspective. Okay, what's your answer? I think like I don't think people came around to TikTok because of what TikTok stood for or like the conception of what the platform is. Mm. I think people came around to TikTok because there was just more niche content. On TikTok, Ooh, we always make yeah. jokes about like there's pasta talk and flipping yeah. racing talk and whatever. Like it, and it really is true. They've built an algorithm that so easily funnels content that you'll like to you mm. that it's very difficult not to enjoy being on the app. I think Instagram is also a place where people went to find inspiration, mm. whereas TikTok is where people find relatability. And honestly, relatability is where you get connection. Inspiration is yeah. one thing.
0: And I think but, that's why during the pandemic so many people went there because they just wanted to see people going through the same thing as them. Yeah. And TikTok got really good at making sure to keep the crowd after things kind of obviously we started to started get back to, back to a back normal yeah. So I think that's good. But just a quick segue, just a quick one. What is like your niche TikTok? parts like your hashtag past to talk i've got my answers and they're really bad but what's yours
1: i actually don't have mine off the top of my head mm. i know that i'm definitely on queer tiktok per 100 mm-hmm. i get a lot of good transition videos mm-hmm. which i really enjoy yeah I, I get a lot i get a lot of funny videos but i must admit i'm getting to a stage now where i'm actually like i'm going to the i f- um, not the for you the uh-huh. following tab now oh, i've really? actually found content creators that create content consistently enough that i enjoy that I actually just go and support them. Keith Lee, I watch all of his videos. Shout
0: out to Keith um, Lee.
1: Spencer, all of his videos. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I like their content a lot.
0: Yeah, no, for me. But oh, what are yours? Mine are terrible. Okay, uh, obviously, like the typical one is probably like Marvel Talk. Like I get a lot of stuff from Marvel. Um, do you but like Marvel? I, I eat Marvel up. Did you know that? You didn't I know you? that? <laughs> of like
1: my this is like a dating profile right now <laughs> i feel like we're like on too hot to handle and we are like getting
0: to know each other yeah the, the one that i don't want to admit but do is ingrown toenail talk no i listen no there's something very therapeutic no. of getting oh something my. out oh, really there is don't judge Henry, okay. a,
1: that sounds like a cue for you to go to therapy okay but
0: i do need to go to therapy there's right. something
1: very satisfying in getting something out
0: i can't I, like you need to get it out I don't have money for therapy right now. So I I watch ingrown toenail videos. Okay. I don't get them a lot, but when I do see them... mm. Mm, mm,
1: mm, mm. The fact that you're making that noise... mm, no, My bad. Anyway. (laughs) Obviously, I think everyone has now a general conception or a general understanding of what short-form video content looks like across the different platforms. But more specifically, what value do you think it provides? Like, why do you think we've all moved... From like these long form YouTube videos, and like we can go into a full debate about YouTube and its downfall, and like what has happened in that community mm. for everyone to prefer short form content, mm. and we can go into like the psychological side of things as well. Okay. Um, but what value do you think short form content brings specifically?
0: According to statistics, forty five minutes is the average time that somebody spends on a short form content platform, more specifically TikTok. Forty five minutes only. But it's not 45 minutes of watching one thing. I think over time, if we're talking like psychologically or whatever, our attention span has become just so bad. Like it's two seconds. We have an attention span of like a goldfish. And so it's important that you understand that because... If you can capture somebody for even the two minutes or the 45 minutes that they're in that space, you've kind of captured them and they can keep on, if you are obviously consistent with posting or anything like that, you can capture them, right? So it's important to know that. And because of that, you can grow. Like, the algorithm on TikTok, even though now there have been some changes in anyth- and, and stuff like that, like, the growth potential on TikTok is unmatched to any other platform, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter – uh, LinkedIn, any other social media platform, and I think that's why people gravitate towards it, and that's the value that it adds. Even if you take for instance Instagram Reels, which is obviously in Instagram, the growth potential in, uh, on that, in comparison to like static, yeah, like static posts, and um, on the same platform, it just doesn't compare. So that's the value it, it provides. I think that because of the fact that a static post you can interact with it only to a certain extent, whereas with a video, you may find something um, a detail in that video in comparison to me and then like you you sound off in the comments and then that there's a dialogue there and more people interact with it I mean that's how TikTok literally makes their money is from people having like a discourse in the in the the comment section so I think that's the type of value that it adds another thing is it can really boost your business indirectly like I think sometimes you don't understand that you could talk about something and someone can stitch your video and you don't know where it goes. A common example is obviously Keith Lee, where I think it was a week ago, like two weeks ago, where he had that thing where obviously he reviews restaurants, but there was yeah. one particular person that he reviewed, can't remember the name now.
1: Also don't think we'll air them out like that.
0: Yeah, let's not air it's them out like intense. that. You know, he would stitch it and review it and then people would flock to that place. So it has real return on investment in comparison to like other platforms. Once again, yeah. with a static post, you can still make money, like influencers still make money on static posts and stuff like that. But video content is just, it's easier to interact with from a consumer perspective and from a creator expense. Expect what is the word I'm looking for? Thank you. Perspective, you can really show you like the type of value that you add to the company that you're working for. Yeah, Yeah, because you can show like some people when they do sponsored content, it could be like a vlog style. Mm -hmm. It could be a sitting down style, a comedic style. So there's just so many different avenues in short form video content that you can explore in comparison to static. And I think that's why TikTok slash Instagram reels, YouTube shorts, but really TikTok pops off and really stands out uh, from the crowd.
1: Yeah, so definitely. I also think like with short form video content,
0: if you compare that to long videos
1: mm-hmm. and you compare it to static on the complete other side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. I think short form video content, especially on TikTok right now, is hitting such a good like middle point between it's not static. So you have context, you have understanding of the situation, mm-hmm. you have just enough information to feel an emotion to feel compelled to engage, to share, to agree or disagree with the content, Mm. to share it. Mm. Whereas with long form content, oh my gosh, it is literally one of my biggest pet peeves. There's content creators that I used to follow on YouTube, (laughs) loved them. And like, I think, what, 2019, from then on, their vlogs are always clickbaity titles. And I click in because it's like, I had to go to the ER. So I'm like, oh no, what happened? Let me find out. (laughs) And then I watch a, 20 minute vlog where at minute 15 she does like a three minute ad and then in the last two minutes she explains and she was like oh no like i just hurt my neck a bit and i had to, and then i was just like i have spent i've i've spent but now we have part one part two part threes uh, yeah but see even then part one part two part three Still on tiktok that. you can split it up yeah you like the way that they end it with part one you're like get it Mm. like if i just watch part one i'm like i don't need to know if sally ever slept with susan's boyfriend i I have have made my own assumptions i I always have to know (laughs) no sometimes it just drags out so long but yeah i think i think short form content is a very good middle ground between Mm. those two polar
0: opposites and i feel like the number one thing that like just even if you're just a pure capitalist it's great for monetization yeah brilliant it is you don't even have to be the greatest content creator and you can get sponsored content i mean we can get like get into ugc and stuff but that's like for a different a different episode but like you don't have to have the largest platform in order to monetize it whereas with youtube i mean you have to get four thousand watch hours and like so many subscribers and even
1: then like you don't really receive much in adsense like you are at the bottom of that tier exactly people who make real money from youtube are like youtubers who are over a million subscribers. Exactly. Like It's not it's not a space that really promotes young, up-and-coming creators. Mm. And that is why everyone left. Mm. You know? Exactly. Then if we have to hop into the conversation of kind of giving tips and tricks on how to, you know, firstly embrace this form of content, because mm. I think it can be intimidating. Perfect example is if you have been used to doing YouTube videos where you do voiceovers and you're explaining something and then you try to convert that to TikTok. Getting your like that mental shift to be able to explain something in a very conduce or not conduce condensed condensed thanks Conduced <laughs> very condensed manner um, in a minute to make sure that you keep people's attentions it's a big shift you know so it is something you do need to embrace but do you have any tips and tricks for people on how they can integrate short form content in some simple ways across all the different platforms that they would typically use
0: so in terms of integrating short form video content you need to understand the platforms that you can use and obviously editing softwares and the different kind of things that like go along with short video content so number one thing is to understand the platforms you've got obviously tiktok youtube shorts you can even use twitter to be honest with you but that's for more like reposting of what you would put on like instagram reels which is the other one Um, but those are, like, the top three, but top four if you want to use Twitter because Twitter's a great sounding off bar. So, like, if you've got something that you're talking about and you want people to sound off on, you reposting it or paying someone to repost it, which I think is a thing, um, to sound off on it, then that's also something else that you can do. Next thing is, obviously, depending on the type of content that you can produce for short-form video content. It's not that much different from long-form, but, like, obviously, you... It looks a bit different Exactly yeah. So you've got vlogs You've got comedy skits You've got reaction videos I mean These are all YouTube things really But just making it short form Story times also do really well On TikTok um, Update videos Like the one that I'm currently eating up I don't know her name I want to say her name is Monet mm. She went on a date She did like a part one Of her doing her makeup A part two Of going on the date And then part three Was like She ended up Spending the whole weekend With the gents
1: Yes ended Yes I know her. She, she waxes her um yes. <laughs> arms Woo! I was eating it up. I love her. I was eating it up. I love her. I love her. And it was like the first date she had been on in forever. Exactly. And then like, I just, I didn't even see part two where mm. she like explained a bit more about the date or whatever. I just saw part three where she was like, so I spent the weekend.
0: And I was like, nice. Well, hey, it was just supposed to be a date. <laughs> what is going on? They clearly hit it off. I know. They really do. Yeah, I hope it cute. lasts. It's a shame. <laughs> anyway, if you want to get more artsy and farty, like there really is a great short film Community on TikTok that I personally follow. And it's really good because when it comes to like making films and like things that should be long form or like short stories or short films, uh, sometimes you feel like you don't have enough money, you don't have these to do with it. But like the people that I follow, they just set up their camera, they have one scenario, like scenario videos, which can be categorized sometimes as comedy skits but like yeah. short forms short form films are more artistic. It's a great platform for you to also do it because you can also build like a cult following with fellow people that mm-hmm. do the same thing and then maybe you can collaborate and then make something for like long form.
1: Join Hi.
0: us. Hi girl us. <laughs> she couldn't resist.
1: Hi. It's actually really hard for me to stop behind the camera. I'm not gonna lie. I'm listening to you guys speak i'm like they're really good but like I just really want to say really something. <laughs> <Just Spanish. laughs> I I held myself back with the chat GPT one. I was like, I'm just going to hop in at the end. She she came in. She's like, I have something to add. (laughs) Anyways, what I was going to say is that I feel like TikTok has taken out the explanation side of, like, jokes. Mm -hmm. It's really moved towards, like, sounds can mean something. Facial expressions can mean something. You know, like, per. You know what I mean? Like, TikTok is, it's a whole new language mm-hmm. and it's taken out, the reason you don't have to go into this deep explanation like a YouTube video is because there's this inside humor, there's this inside lingo on the platform yeah. that is just exploding. Like, you will know what someone means just by, like, you know. <laughs> like, everyone knows what that means. That's very true. We
0: <laughs> just had a whole conversation right
1: now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we ate
0: that okay bye moving on to kind of editing software now you do not have to be me
1: Yeah, because it's such a hard life to live, hey? It's really
0: hard living my life. But I'm, I'm joking. But you do not have to be like a qualified, you know, I'm not qualified, but I am learning. You
1: are qualified. Thank you.
0: I'm qualified. Sorry, imposter syndrome creeped in there. Literally. But yeah, you do not have to be a professional video editor in order to learn how to video edit. Yeah. You know, go to the YouTube university like majority of us do, but also yeah. learn the app that works for you. So you can obviously use the in-app editors on IG Reels and TikTok. TikTok's one is just like every Next update. Yeah. It's just something great. Like now you can edit the audio, add in audio sound effects. It's I'm really actually good. doing that now. I'm editing yeah.
1: a day in the life from mm. yesterday, mm. and it was so easy to just add in. Previously, you had to add in all of your clips and yeah. then shorten them, which oh, grind my gears because I can't. My brain doesn't work like that. I want to go one by one and d- yeah. and just do it like chronologically. Mm. But now it's it's edited that it. You can cut out all the audio at once. Exactly.
0: So So in-app editors are really good. I recommend the TikTok one. IG, I'm not the most familiar with, but Shay uses it and she likes it.
1: No, it's quite good. They've stepped up their game. IG was actually the one that I preferred for Mm. quite a long time. But now that I'm getting more, like, well-versed in editing things in TikTok itself that aren't, like, two frames of, like, a trend... Mm. TikTok is definitely a lot more user friendly in my opinion oh, than okay. it was. It was a little bit too complicated for me.
0: Yeah, so those are your in app and then you've got like mobile device. Editors, the most famous one I think is CapCut, just because of yeah. all the filters that you can use. Like, and the
1: they've they've integrated that to TikTok as well.
0: Yes, they have. I saw. There's they've like a little. It. I think it's
1: like um template with CapCut. Yes, thing that you can click on, which is
0: great. So CapCut is really good. Um, the one that I used to use was called Video Editor. It's literally just called Video Editor. <laughs> the thumbnail I'll include it is like a VN. But I'll put it there. You'll see it. Yeah. So that's something else that you can do. And then like, if you feel like you want to take it very traditional and you have like high-quality content that you don't want to be degraded or might be too large for your cell phone and you've got a computer that can handle it, you can use like Final Cut Pro, DaVinci. You can use Adobe. Like, yeah. Use your, your your standard ones. You can use Filmora, which is a free option. Don't be afraid to try it out. And
1: what I wanted mm. to just add on that point is I think within the apps, you can do a lot. Yeah. Like on your phone, you can do a lot. But there's one creator That I just know Like when I watch that video Do you know Wisdom?
0: Wisdom He
1: creates he the most He uses like After effects for He does sure. He creates the most Incredible TikToks With like these Oh my gosh Like the most Incredible outfits And like Fashion trains, and mm. he debunks like every fashion, like no, no. Like there was that one he posted recently about skinny jeans, I know. and then he just he killed it in skinny jeans.
0: He's such a nice portrait. Oh, he's beautiful. Mm.
1: But yeah, like I think it's really important to recognize that like it depends on your type of content. It depends where you find joy. Like I know he wouldn't be editing that that excessively mm. unless it's something that he actually enjoys, and yeah. he he finds that as a part of his like creative process and his art. So it does depend on personal preference. Yeah. So you speak quite often about, like, the perfect formula, mm-hmm. right? And I think the reason why, and I can speak from personal experience, we have a full-time creatives TikTok, and Kate has called me out on that TikTok, <laughs> added me, like, literally in a public TikTok, saying that, like, I'm so funny, and that I just need to post more. But I think that it's really difficult to get into the swing of things and to find, like, a consistent motivation, inspiration, and to kind of integrate that into your day-to-day if that's something you want to do. Mm. So do you have the perfect formula for someone that's looking to move into creating short-form content? I do. (laughs) Well, please share it.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So with short video content, it's important to understand that you are in the big leagues. You need to get as much visibility out of there as possible. The minimum is to do three times a week. That is the perfect formula. Obviously more. But minimum three times a week. Especially Uh, if you want
1: to move into like monetizing. Especially
0: especially if you want to move into monetizing. I recommend like be realistic with yourself. If you've never created content a day in your life, be like, okay, cool. Let's do once a week. Start slow. Let me use the in-app editor. Let me just show a vlog of how my week went. Let me hop on a popular trend. Those are real ways to also work around those KPIs. If you want to create them for yourself on a weekly basis, if you feel like you're you're in an emotional emotional, well, you could be in an emotional rut, but a creative one as well. If you find yourself in a creative rut, just hop on a trend, and then that is your KPI met. It's also important to be able to mix high value content with trendy content. So, like I said, you need to be able to diversify the content that you put out there. But you can have the main one, but they know that you know you'll provide like a nice tidbit on this. Yeah. You might do, you might provide um, commentary on something that has happened. In pop culture you might hop on a popular audio trend and that leads to my next point it's so important to hop on audios like like Mm. Kate was saying when she interrupted the podcast (laughs) love you still podcast crashed it's so important (laughs) to hop on audios because that's a way to boost visibility as well as to just get like a nice viral video you know what I'm saying I
1: also think with the concept of hopping on trends and you know participating in audios that are up and coming even if it's not something that's necessarily like speaking to your niche Mm. or something you would typically do i think it's important to think about ratios yes like don't a hundred percent anything you don't go a hundred percent your niche And do nothing else. Mm. You don't look outside that. You have like tunnel vision. Because then you're not going to grow. You're going to find the people who are like diehards for that industry. And that's it. You're not going to appeal to anyone else. Because you're going to speak over their heads. Or you're not going to be able to connect with them. So I think it's important. Like maybe having like a 70-30. Or like a 60-40. Depending on how much of like an industry. Or like topic leader you want to be. Yeah. Like for example Keith Lee. He does food reviews, like that is what he does but he also talks about like philanthropy and speaks about like collaboration with Mr. Beast and stuff to be able to like branch out into new audiences, so I think it's just ratios
0: are also really important I agree, ratios is a really good point because yeah, you've got your cult following for instance, like Keith Lee definitely now has a cult following, but it's important to also understand that you can grow, you can relate to other people, which leads to my next point, it's so important to be relatable, which sounds very like key to say to be honest like be relatable like let people see the real you Oh, no please mess me with that no i don't even know the real me okay but i'm scared
1: people don't like the real me
0: <sighs> <laughs> we definitely need therapy
1: yeah we need a bit of help bro
0: It's important to just be relatable. People can see right through any type of attempt to be perfect.
1: Especially in short form content. Because that attention is there. Mm. People aren't like doing laundry while they're watching TikTok. I've tried. It doesn't work. Mm -mm. You have to scroll.
0: You're scrolling. So just be as relatable as possible. Even though I know it sounds icky, just do it with a genuine heart because intentions can be felt, honestly. So that is just my advice. Be as relatable as possible. Obviously being professional, if that is the the niche that you're trying to tap into, you can be relatable in every aspect of content. So, so yeah.
1: to summarize, mm-hmm. your perfect formula would be for people to post three times a week. Yes. They can start small. They can start slow. Yes. And to not be perfect mm-hmm. in that content they create. And then to consider ratios, you know, to push yourself out of your box, make sure you don't be too niched. Yes. Because being niche is good but if you are too niched you're going to limit your growth mm. okay so that mm. is the perfect formula let us know if you think anything should be added in there yeah i don't i don't think it's been like put into a mathematical theorem okay so we've covered the introduction of what short form video content looks like. We've touched on the integration and given you some tips and covered, you know, our opinion of the perfect formula for short form content at the moment. Now we just quickly want to touch on some limitations with regards to limitations on short form content is actually the concept around perceptions Mm. and assumptions. We've spoken a lot about it within the full-time creatives team um, because we're remote workers for the most part. We see each other, you know, for one work day a week, but we're in meetings with each other a lot of the times throughout the week. But outside of that, we don't really know the real time, what is going on in each other's lives. Mm. And it's easy to assume and, you know, kind of go off of your offhanded perception of what you think they are doing. You know, if if I see, for example, Kate is out for lunch, I'm like, Oh my gosh, Kate's having the best day. Meanwhile, she's actually having a horrible day and like the lunch was the highlight of a day. Mm. Like you never know how someone's doing based off of a quick snapshot. yeah. And I think going from static content to short form video, it has helped with that issue. But even then, a short snapshot, like I'm not going to tell you about how sad I was on a day if I'm doing a day in the life, because I, don't, I literally don't have time. Yeah. I've got a minute and 15 seconds according to the clips that I've compiled. Mm. So do, am I going to go into something that's making me sad or am I just going to do something that I think people will enjoy and like entertain them? So it really is a concept of, you just need to consistently remind yourself that everything on that platform and I think that ties into you saying, you know, be open, be vulnerable, be yourself. Mm. Because people will see through that. Every time I see someone being a bit too happy on that platform, I'm like, You're lying. Something you're right You're not being genuine. It's come from I pure hate lying. though. Because
0: how dare you be happy okay. all the
1: time. No, you know, mine doesn't come from that. Mine just comes uh, mine from does. like <laughs> 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 mine just comes from like I I just feel like you aren't sharing the full story. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's the first one I thought off the top of my head. I don't know if you have any to add.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree to that. I mean, even though we've moved to short video, uh, short form video content, like we still have the conditioning of projecting perfection. So if you are doing a daily vlog, of course, like I'm going to show you the highlights, the good day. Like, this is where I went. I did this, I did that, I had fun, I went to lunch, I did all of these things. Yeah, in the evening I had a mental breakdown, but you're not going to see that. No. You're not. No. So it's very important to understand context uh, when consuming content and understanding that, yes, you are seeing somebody that you find relatable, you are seeing somebody that you can resonate with, but they also have their bad days. And especially if Their content is not centered around mental health or showing not the most glamorous parts of life. Just take into context that you're getting a highlight reel, and it's okay for you to tap into that as well. But like I said, if you do it with a genuine heart, that's fine. If you're just showing the good parts, but on that note, it's not the responsibility of the creator to make you know that this is like a highlight reel or this is a snapshot. Yes, like a snapshot. You. As a consumer, I think we've been in the game of social media long enough to know that that is what we do. It is also your responsibility to contextualize that and know that maybe this person is in a good season in comparison to you. And they are allowed to, like, celebrate that on their social platforms. It's okay. But for you, you as a consumer need to apply that context, not the creator.
1: We'd love to hear from your side. If you have any limitations that you think short-form content holds, let us know in the comments. Let us know, pop us a DM. Um, We're happy to have a discussion about it. Today we discussed three key aspects of short-form video content. We gave an introduction into what it is and how it's used. We gave tips and tricks on how to integrate it into your current social media strategy as a creator, as a business. And then we covered some limitations. We'd love to hear your input on any and all of these. I think there's a lot of stuff that we couldn't even begin to cover because yeah. of <laughs> load shedding <chatting laughs> and because of the fact that we'd literally be sitting here chatting the whole day. For ages. Um, maybe we should do a live stream one day. I don't we'll know. would love that. Um, but yeah, Henrietta, thank you so much for joining me thank you um, for having me I you really are an absolute gem to have in the team so thank you so much for joining us on the four words podcast brought to you by full-time creatives please like subscribe comment leave any feedback any suggestions anything you'd want us to talk about and find us on all the different platforms at full-time creatives and for content creation and we will catch you on the next podcast thank you for listening <laughs> bye
0: Bye-bye.